0: And I'm Neil Patel. And today we are going to give you seven killer growth strategies for SaaS companies. This is software as a service companies. So an example of that might be Salesforce as an example uh, or Dropbox because they are charging, they're giving you a subscription and then the, you're paying a recurring on it. And then basically it's software as a service. So the last episode we did a seven killer growth strategies for e-commerce companies. Today we're doing it for SaaS companies. And then tomorrow we're doing it for lead generation companies. So it could be like if you have an agency or if you have like a dental shop or maybe if you are uh, maybe Maybe even you still have flowers, who knows? So today uh, I'll start off. So for SaaS companies, and by the way, some of these are very interchangeable. So we're trying not to reshare kind of the same tactics we shared in the last one. But when I think about SaaS companies, I do want to talk about customer data platforms in the context of B2B. So in the last episode, I talked about in the context of B2C, and B2C is selling to consumers, right? You're selling to e-commerce, you're putting different offers all the time. It's very rapid fire. Now, when it comes to B2B using a customer data platform, we use Hull.io, and we love it, and it's H-U-L-L.io. But basically, what we can do is once we know, let's say Neil comes to our site and he opts in for a YouTube ads ebook. Well, at that point, our customer data platform will detect that and then it'll dump him into our sales enablement tool called Outreach. And will say, hey, Neil, I noticed you downloaded this YouTube guide. Would you like us to do a one-on-one, basically, let's call it a personalized webinar? Let's have a conversation. And it's going to be customized to Neil. He can say yes or no. If he does say yes, then basically we'll put something together for him and we'll actually generate a conversation, a actual lead from that. And we only do this for customers that actually are a fit based on enrichment from a a tool like Clearbit, which will show me how big Neil's company. company is, how many employees they have. So only really do it for qualified leads that have downloaded something and taken certain action. Basically what we're doing here is we are automating a lot of the sales motions to get a conversation going. And because my site generates a good amount of traffic, about 250K visits a month, we can at least do something with that from a B2B context.
1: All right. So number two, what I want you to do is change up your registration flow for someone to buy your SaaS product. And you can do it in two ways, although this will be one tip. Oh, one thing I want you to do is create a two-step checkout instead of a one-step checkout. So name and email, and then the next page would be credit card details. I found that to improve conversion rates by roughly 10%. Super effective, works well. The other thing that I want you to also test out, I do this on Uber Ubersuggest. Do authentication. So instead of asking, having them put in the name and email, you can also use third-party authentication You know, services like Google authentication, Facebook authentication, Twitter, because your audience is already registered on all these sites. And when they just click a button, boom, you have some of their info. And it's done in a secure way so you can't just jack all their info and screw them over and have all their... Personal information and do whatever you want because Facebook, Google, all these services are pretty strict, which is a good thing. But that also improves your conversion rates because it just
0: makes it that much easier for people to convert. All right, number three. So go the way of product led growth, or you can call it freemium. But you know, HubSpot's done really well with this, and I talked about this in the past, where basically they. 99% Ninety nine percent of the company opposed them switching over to a freemium model because they weren't sure what what was going to happen with it, but it actually ended up working well for them. So basically, the idea is you give out um, they have a CRM, a customer relationship management tool, and then they say, hey, you know, we're going to give you the CRM for free, but all this other stuff, all the other features that could be helpful to you, we're going to lock the features, and if you want to get those features, you're going to have to pay, and that's when they they get a sales agent to get on the line with you, and they charge you like a they'll get you on an annual contract. But the idea here with freemium is, and same thing with Uber suggests it is. It, Free, you get people in first, and then you see who's a fit for you know the your your paid services could be your paid services or your paid products, and you can upsell them that way. And so you basically generate. Not only do you generate a lot more leads and traffic, but you also generate links as well from an SEO perspective. If your your tool is pretty good,
1: Neil. All right, number four for your SaaS company, I want you to create a ton of content marketing. It's actually one of the biggest ways that SaaS companies are growing. So create a lot of blog articles create content, anything around your subject. Let's say you have a marketing SaaS app, create marketing related articles. You know, for example, Eric and I both have SEO SaaS apps, but we'll write about pay-per-click, SEO, email marketing, push notifications, Facebook, social media, whatever it may be. Because it all drives people in your funnel and you'll get a lot of conversions from that. And what you'll find is as you do the content marketing, you'll be like, hey Neil, I'm getting a ton of traffic, but they're not converting at the same rate. So as you're doing the content marketing, getting people in the door, what you need to do is set up calls like Eric does with ClickFlow or do webinars. So you can use tools like Webinar Jam, get people to watch a webinar or you can end up dripping them. And that way you can educate them on your SaaS app. And then from there, you'll start getting a lot of
0: conversions and sales. All right. Number five. So number five, actually, I think Neil and I, we both do this. So Basically what happens is this, if you visit the single Rain website and you try to book a consultation for marking services, if you will enrich you with clear bit as well, but you also fill in other information such as the marking budget that you have, the services that you're looking for, if it looks like it's a good fit we will put our, we'll put our Calendly widget on the thank you page, meaning you can book a call immediately with our salesperson in addition to our salesperson reaching out. So Neil, I think you do something like this as well, correct? Correct. Yes. Yeah. So, and your flow, is it only on your agency site or are you also doing it on Uber Suggest? Both. Got it. Okay, cool. So we're both doing this and it works really well. And I, I believe our calls book went up about 40% in terms of qualified calls, I would say. So Neil, I will pass it over to you.
1: Last but not least on my end, and then Eric has one more. And I got this one from a guy named Andrew Dumont, used to work at Moz, then worked at Betaworks, now is doing his own thing. He also has his own venture fund. But what Andrew used to do for us, and he was also a contractor and did this for Crazy, it worked really well, he created partner pages. So when he was at Moz, he was doing something where they created partner pages, they would showcase other related SaaS apps, and they would promote Moz, and Moz would promote them. That alone would drive Moz hundreds and hundreds of signups each month. For a $99 a month reoccurring product, that's not bad, right? In other words, it adds up to over six figures in income when you think about the LTV. In other words, over seven per year, right? If you look at it from a monthly basis or annual, six figures a month, seven figures annually. We did that at Crazy Egg. Work really well for us too. You should consider that as well. Create partner pages, great way to drive a ton more signups. And a lot of the partners will do email blasts and push you, works really well.
0: I like that one. So David Sachs, he founded a company called Yammer, and he he wrote this really good post. If you're in SaaS at all, this is kind of a, a two-in-one here, but go read a post, just Google David Sachs, S-A-C-K-S. And he wrote a post about the wilderness, basically. and. and I, we all go through this and neil i'm everybody goes through this so the wilderness is basically when you're building your saas app kind of when you're starting out you're kind of lost you are in the wilderness you're not sure if you're going to hit product market fit or not and oftentimes i even had a conversation with our mutual friend sayed who runs who has often monster and a bunch of other companies but Oftentimes the idea is we don't make our product simple enough for people to retention is the issue here. And when you think about it, getting people in the door, sure you acquire them, but do you make it really easy to use the product? So you can certainly use product tours. Like Intercom, they actually have product tours inside of their chat app too. They have a lot of things that you can do with it. You can do product tours, make it really easy. You can make it. You can have forced onboarding too. But I would say if you have maybe it's it's really complicated tool, then you do forced onboarding. If it's really self service, don't do forced onboarding so really you know take some of our advice and really apply to you the situation that you're in but product tours are great for getting people acclimated with your app because then they won't churn as quickly because if it's too confusing they're already busy enough they're just going to churn and we experienced that kind of early days and still we're, we're trying to make our product very much more simpler on the click flow side and i, I think neil just to give people a, a benefit i remember when you spoke at uh, marking school live you showed people a slide where you basically put the product tour on on a conversion page do you want to talk about that real quick
1: yeah so i was Putting a product tour on a checkout page where people put in their info or their credit card, and conversion lists were decent. I think it was over ten percent, thirteen percent, something like that. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't huge, but it all adds up. And it would only show you the form field that they would be filling in. And as a fill in enough of it, it then shows the next form field. So that way they don't see all the form fields and it wouldn't be overwhelming. Uh, The other thing that it did, it had a speech bubble next to it. So like if it said email, it would be like, we need this to send you your PDF, or we need this to send you your account details. Or when it asks for your address, it would tell you like, hey, we need your address so we can verify it's you or you know, send you a free shirt or whatever it may be. So it tells people why they're filling in this information. Like Eric has ClickFlow. In ClickFlow, he may ask you for your website URL. He can put a speech bubble in there being like, hey, we need to know which site we're gonna help improve your organic traffic. So little things like that guide people and that helps boost conversion rates. Now, speaking of product tours and growing your SaaS company or heck, if you have a lead gen or e-commerce company, it doesn't matter, we can help grow it. If you wanna learn more how Eric and I can personally help you, check out marketingschool.io live. We're doing an in-person event in San Francisco where we actually work with you one-on-one to generate you more traffic and more sales.